Welcome to Heart of Worship Church Podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. John chapter 11, verse 20. We're going to read a little bit of the account of the story of Lazarus. Starting in verse 20, we read, Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went to meet him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it to thee. Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Then Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus saith unto her, I am the resurrection. The word that the Lord is speaking today is about a right now faith in who he is right now. Because when we look at this story, we can see a lot of Martha in a lot of us. She comes to Jesus with her problem and she says, if you would have been there, you could have. I believe in who you were. You could have prevented this from coming. And yet she had to stir within her this belief and this recognition that he was the Christ, the Messiah, God in the flesh. And so she came to the realization and even professed it with her mouth that Jesus, I believe and I know that anything you ask of God, even now, he will give it to thee. But then he spoke forth something that seemed so impossible. He said, your brother shall live again. And immediately her faith went way into the future to what would be. She said, of course, he will be resurrected in the last day in the resurrection of the dead. Jesus then says, I am the resurrection. She had faith for who he was. She had faith for who he would be. But she didn't have faith for him to be it right now. And what Jesus was trying to profess to her that day is that if you believe that I am going to save you in the end, why can you not believe that I can save you right now? If you believe that the dead will be raised on the last day, why can you not believe that the dead can be raised right now? Why do you not have faith for this impossible situation right now? You claim to have faith for it in the past. You claim to have faith for it in the future. Where is your faith for it right now? He said, I am. I am is a present tense statement. Faith is a present tense thing. When you look through scripture and you see descriptions of faith, it is always a present tense situation, a present tense declaration, a present tense activation. It is something that we do right now. Thank God that we believe for what he did, but that's easy. Thank God we believe for what he's going to do, but that's easy. Can you believe God for what he wants to do right now? Because that's what truly pleases the king. He said, without faith, it is impossible to please God. But those who come to him must believe that he is God, that he is God, not that he was, not that he will be, that he is right now in this present tense situation. She believed Jesus could have healed him. She believed that God could raise him up in the end, but she didn't have faith for God to step in and raise him 
in this situation? What impossible situation are you facing that you believe God could have prevented and you believe God can work something out in the future, but you're not believing him to move in it right now? Faith is a right now thing. Jesus said, I am the resurrection. And if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives inside of you and me, is anything impossible if you truly believe that he is who he is, that he is power now, that he is deliverance now, that he is salvation now, that he is restoration now, that he is resurrection now. There are many that believe and profess and even preach and teach that God will save you from sin in heaven, but they don't believe in a right now God that can save them from the sin and the temptation of it right now. There is no temptation under heaven by which God has not already made a way of escape, and that way is through Jesus, through faith in who he is. In fact, his name, when the angel came to Mary to tell her that she would bear a son, he said, you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from sin. The name Jesus literally means he saves or salvation. He is literally saying, I am salvation. When we say we believe upon the name of Jesus, what we are saying is that we believe that he came to save us from our sin, not just to resurrect us in the end, in the last day, but to resurrect us right now from the death and decay that sin brings upon us to give us power now to walk in the grace of God, to overcome the enemy, to be more than conquerors through Christ who strengthens us, to believe in him right now to do what need be done, not just to believe in the miracles that he performed way back then, not just to believe in the things that he is coming again to cause us to walk in, but the things that he has made available to us now through the shed blood at Calvary because that he has made a way to give of us his spirit. And if he is the resurrection, then resurrection lives inside of us. And we should manifest that every day. If the one who says I am rules and reigns in us and manifests through us, then I should be able to say I am walking in victory because victory is walking in me. It's an interesting thing. As you continue to read through that story, Jesus continues to call forth Lazarus. He comes out of the grave. Everyone is amazed. Many of the Jews that followed Martha and Mary that day began to believe upon him because they saw this resurrection power manifested before them. Of course, the scripture says we overcome by the blood of the lamb, what Jesus has done in the word of our testimony and because we love not our lives even unto the death these people were willing to profess that they had seen God bring this dead man to life and he was willing to give his testimony and it caused others to believe the same thing happens every day for you and me we've got to believe that Jesus is who he says he is that he is God and that nothing is too hard for him that nothing is impossible that he can set you free from anything if he can raise the dead is it too hard to deliver you from addiction is it too hard to deliver someone from depression is it too hard to save someone from sickness is it too hard to deliver someone from temptation or the lust of the flesh is anything too hard for Jesus he is a savior 
now, not just in the end, not just at the first and second resurrection, but everywhere in between it because his spirit still lives. So he proved this by resurrecting Lazarus. And many chose to believe on him because of it, but some of them still didn't because of the hardness of their heart. And according to scripture, actually because of envy, they ran to the Pharisees and turned him in. And so it says very clearly that the Pharisees, these men of great power in the religious establishment of the day, they decided that this miracle was crossing the line because that he was able to raise the dead, that this life was forever changed and people had seen it. The situation had shifted and because of it, they determined that they must kill this Jesus. From the day that Lazarus rose from the dead, the Pharisees determined in their heart that Jesus must die. Of course, Jesus, knowing all things, he knew that this event would set in motion the crucifixion. This may be part of the reason why he wept right before he did it. Yet he did it anyway. Jesus was willing to die that Lazarus might live. And in this do we see that Lazarus is a reflection of all of us, a dead man in need of resurrection. Because every man is born into sin. And there is some vice that grips each and every one. But when we choose to believe in a right now God who says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am right now, present tense, the way. I am right now, the truth, and I am right now, the life. If you choose to believe it right now, you will walk in the victory of it. There comes a time where every one of us has to come to terms with the reality that only God can bring us into the fullness of life, but that it is possible for him to do so. That he is salvation and he can save us now. I think this brings clarity to what James said in the book of James when he said, O vain man, you believe that Jesus is the son of God. But even the devils do the same, and at least they tremble at his name, implying that a faith that only believes that Jesus is the Son of God is not even as good as the faith of demons, because at least they tremble at his name. He says, but faith without works is dead, and it's hard for us to get a hold and a grasp on what that really means. But I think what he's truly saying is that simply believing that he exists is not enough. Because if you only believe in what he did, then you believe in a God that's dead. We have to believe in a God that is, that is present tense, that is powerful and present now. We believe in a God that lives. And if we believe in a God that lives, that's going to cause us to react, to rise up and come out of that grave, out of that state of deadness and into newness of life and walk in the power and victory thereof. And we're going to tell everyone else about it. We're going to give that testimony that's going to cause others to believe just like Lazarus did. Even if all men hate us for it, even if they mock us, ridicule us or threaten our very lives, we will pay the price to tell others about a right now, powerful Christ, our friend, our savior, our deliverer, our healer, our resurrection. So we continue forward in this story. The Pharisees had determined that they must kill this Jesus because he had raised Lazarus from the dead. And they said, surely all will believe in him because of this. We've got to stop him. And so they had put out a decree that if anybody knew where he was, they must 
turn him in so that they could crucify him. So Jesus left and abode in another city until the time of the Passover. And at Passover, he comes back in willingly to be that sacrificial lamb that would take away our sins and allow us the ability to receive his spirit. So a few chapters pass in chapter 18 in verse 3. It says, Judas then, having received a band of men and officers from the chief priest and Pharisees, came thither with lanterns and torches and weapons. Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that should come upon him, went forth and said unto them, Whom seek ye? And they answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. And Jesus said unto them, I am he. And as soon as he had said unto them, I am, they went backwards and fell to the ground. Jesus is the I am, the lamb that was slain from the foundations of the world. And when he himself professed his name, when he said those words, I am, all of the guards and the soldiers were slain in the spirit. They all fell down because let me tell you, every knee will bow to the name of Jesus. There's so much power in what he did here in this instance, a final profession that he truly was God in the flesh and that he was willingly giving his life for us. Because if simply saying his name caused all of the guards and soldiers to be slain, then surely he could have walked away as he had done many times before when the fullness of time had not yet come. But in this moment, it was time to be the Passover lamb for us. And we thank him and we praise him for what he did on Mount Calvary. We give him all the love and adoration that he deserves for what he did for us. But if we waste it, if we don't walk in the victory of it and the power that it affords us right now, then it's no better than the faith of demons who themselves believe that it happened. But Jesus gave his life willingly and we praise him for what he did. And we praise him for the reward that it is going to give us in the end if, if we believe it enough to utilize it and walk in it that we might become overcomers and bring others into victory through it. That's the commission he has given us to believe in a right now Jesus. The Bible says that without faith it is impossible to please God and those who come to God must believe that he is, 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 is right now present is that he is God. That means we have to give him all the attributes of God right now, that he is a healer right now, that he is a deliverer, a savior. He is hope right now. He is victory right now. We have to believe that he can move right now, that he lives and breathes right now, that he can speak right now. And that will cause us to seek him. That's why the verse continues to say and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. The rewards that we get at the end at the resurrection or a direct result of the seeking that we do right now in the present because we have believed that he truly is God and is able to move right now because the attributes of a true God dictate that we must believe that there is nothing impossible. For our king, that there is nothing impossible also for those who believe, because if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives inside of me, then shall it be too hard for me to mortify the deeds and lust of the flesh? 
In fact, Paul said that this is the least of what is expected of us who truly believe and love him. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice and another they will not follow. Yet so few truly seek him because they don't believe for him in the here and the now. So they don't hear from him and they end up following the voice of another. He is still speaking right now. Yes, he spoke in the past. We read the book of Revelations and we see, yes, he will speak in the future. There are the two prophets that will come and prophesy until the day of the Lord's return. But we have to believe in the one who says, I am presently right now speaking. Are you listening? Do you have faith in a right now king? In Exodus chapter 3, verse 13, we read, And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, and they shall say unto me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent you. Lord, help us today to know that you are. Not only to know who you were or who you will be, like Martha did that day at Lazarus' grave, but in who you are right now, that you are salvation right now, that you are healing right now. That you are deliverance right now. That you are hope right now. That you are joy right now. That you are power right now. That you are protection right now. That you are majesty and might right now. That you are freedom right now. That you are resurrection right now. Your sheep hear your voice because you still speak right now. And if we truly believe this, Lord, then let us seek you every day for a right now word from a right now God, because this and this alone will please you and it will please you now. So many are looking to bow down and worship him when they get to heaven. He's looking for a people that worship him right now. So many people or believing to get right with God right before they die so they can get into heaven. He's looking for a faith that gives all right now and is not willing to walk away or spend one more day until you seek the face of a right now God who is waiting for you right now. So are you willing to give him your all right now? Lord, I believe that you hear me right now. God, I believe that you want to heal me right now. God, I believe that you are able to deliver me and set me free and set my feet to dancing right now. God, I believe that you can save me from every sin, lust, and temptation that the devil has over me right now. God, I believe in the name of Jesus that you have come to save us from sin right now. I believe you when you say I am. God, I believe 
that you are able right now. And so I'm willing to give it all right now. Are you willing to lay down your life right now? Are you willing to lay down your pride right now? Are you willing to lay down your sin right now in faith and believe that he is willing to pour out his grace right now? Then get on your face before the king and seek him and believe and receive your victory and your new beginning your resurrection right now. Thank you for listening to Heart of Worship Church podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.